please remember that there are two sermons going forth. Okay? There is the sermon that comes from my lips, yung words ko. But don't forget, there's another sermon that you cannot hear with your physical ears, but you can receive it with your spiritual ears. Because my sheep hear my voice, sabi ni Jesus. And he is a spirit. The Lord Jesus is a spirit, so he speaks to spirit. So, I'm going to share a testimony tungkol sa aking anak. But I want to tell you up front, sa pagsimula pa lang, I want to let you know that the Holy Spirit would like to teach you a message through this testimony about your own pagiging anak ng Diyos. So as I talk about having this baby, don't miss the other message that the Holy Spirit is teaching you about you being a child of God. Okay, let's pray first. Father, we just ask you to open our ears, open our understanding, and enlighten the eyes of our heart that every one of us could know the calling, the hope, and to really experience being your child and what that means in the fullness. We thank you for giving us the privilege to call you Daddy. <laughs> wow. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, nung nalaman namin ni Bambi na buntis siya, that was her birthday, birthday gift ko sa kanya. And actually, months and months ago, we started preparing, buying some things and collecting those toys. Actually, even nung dumating yung parents ko, dala-dala ng maraming diapers, <laughs> even yung mga baby wipes and uh, other kinds of things. You know, we had baby powder, a big one, for how many months? Nakatago lang, you know? Pati yung uh, baby oil and all the paraphernalias and all of these things had been pre- And then here recently, November hanggang December, I was so busy preparing yung room for Zion. And I prepared a place in my home for Him. Are you following me so far? Are you hearing the Holy Spirit? I prepared a place. A good place. Nalaman ko may mga termites doon, so I ripped everything apart. And I went to war against yung mga anay. And I fought a fight against the enemies or the potential enemies of my son. And I won that battle. <laughs> and all of the termites are dead. I murdered every last one of them. Exterminated. And I replaced the wood. And I'm not satisfied na may bukol dun sa walls. I wanted it to be a smooth wall. Ayoko yung basta-basta. Gusto ko yung malinis. 
smooth, hindi magaspang, hindi pangit. Gusto wanted to look good. All the holes were sealed. Malinis, may decorations. A good place, the best. At yung mga binigay sa kanya, actually, itong car seat is like the Mercedes-Benz of all baby car seats in the world. Italian-made, top-of-the-line, very expensive. Binigay sa kanya, the best. When we went to CSI, some of the members of the church bought Zion a crib. So we bought the best one. Sa CSI, with the most features. We don't look for kung yung pinakamura, kung yung... No, we wanted the best for him. He should have quality. Supplies, the room, the equipment, everything na inahanda namin sa kanya. Because on this certain day, there will be a new member of our family moving in to our apartment. And on the day he was born, we have about three days extra bonding sa hospital. And then on the day when we brought him home, can you imagine, na, na anticipate ko, at sa kanya, syempre, it's his first time to go to that place. First time to go into that apartment, but it will not be his last. And so we carried him up to the door. And as we carried him into, of course, there was picture taking and all of this because it was a great moment. It was a memorable moment that he's entering into the kingdom of his father, the domain of his mother. And before just putting him in the bed, I toured him around first. Even though na masasabi mo, hindi, hindi pa niya naintindihan, hindi pa niya nakikita lahat, but I toured him, I showed him, made sure his face could see, this is your room. This is your room. See this? That's your bed. That's your bed. This is, these are your clothes. He never had clothes before. But now he's got a lot of new clothes. These are all your, these clothes are all yours. This is your shelves. These are your powder and everything here. The, everything you need, it's already. These are your books. These are all your DVDs, my educationals. And we'll be getting you a, a TV and a computer, a webcam, because I want to make you famous around the world. I want to put glory on you. I want your face to be known. I want you, you to be seen by grandparents and abroad, and the people will... Look at you and wonder how amazing is that child of yours. How wonderful is he? He looks just like you. <laughs> Are you following me? Is the Holy Spirit preaching to you? So I showed him. And I said, this is all yours. And I just imagine... You, the child of God, a newborn child of the King of Kings. And Jesus said, in my Father's house, there are many rooms. And I will go and prepare a place for you so that you can be with me where I am.
And the scripture says that no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no mind can even imagine the things that the Lord has prepared for those who love him. God has prepared a place. He's prepared everything, equipment, resources. You know, I've prepared and bought things for Zion before he ever needed them. Wala pa siyang need na. And your Father in heaven has prepared things for you. Things for you to learn. Things for you to do. Things for you to enjoy. Just because He loves you. Things that are nakahanda sa'yo, but even before you need it. Even before you're matured enough to, to handle it. And just like me and Bambi, we are so excited and I can't wait for the day to come when Zion will recognize me as his father. I'm already his father, but I long and I'm excited for the day when he acknowledges that. When he realizes the full meaning that that's my daddy. This is my father's house. I belong here. I am a member of the family. This is all mine. I showed Zion, that's our ref. I don't say, that's my ref, you stay out of it. No, that's our ref. That's the ref of this house. You have entitlement. If you can stand up and go open the ref, go for it. Everything inside the ref is available for you. Alam mo, hindi pa niya sa level na yan, but he'll grow into that level. And there may be some things that eventually we put restrictions on. We might block access to the stairs for a while, for his safety. But it doesn't mean he can't have the stairs. Those stairs are his. The bedroom upstairs is his. The bubungan ng apartment is his. You know, everything is his. It's all his. It's just available for maturing into and enjoying all of that. It's, you know, the Father has prepared everything for you. Let's read some scriptures and hopefully this will really clarify kung ano talagang ibig sabihin to be a son. Now, if I say son, ladies, kasama kayo doon. So in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5, the Bible says that God sent His Son, sino yan? Si Jesus. To redeem okay, those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. Now the word in Greek for receive means your allotment. Your assigned portion. And the word for full rights means everything that is due or promised. And it says, because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out Abba, Father. 
And ABBA is not an Australian pop singing group. The word ABBA here means dada, daddy, papa. Okay? And the spirit of the son that's in you cries out, Papa, Father. So you are no longer a slave, <laughs> but a son. And since you are a son, God has made you also an heir. Sa Tagalog, tagapagmana. Wow, an heir. My born son, together with Bambi, instantly, overnight, became the legal heir of everything I own. That's legal. That's the law. That's legal. If anything happens to me, they get it all. And I'm still, even now, investing and preparing more. We try to buy a property. We try to have something to pass on. We try to make provisions for his future. The Father has made you instantly, when you receive Jesus, instantly, overnight, you become a son, not a slave, not an employee. You become a son and a legal heir. The Bible says an heir of God and co-heirs with Christ. It's like Zion is a heir together with Bambi. You're a co-heir with Christ. Let's read more. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Since we are His children, we are His heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Galatians 3, 26 through 29. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. I like new clothes. If you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now, Abraham had a lot of promises given to him. You will have a great name. You'll have a, a promised land. You'll have blessings and fortune and anybody that blesses you I'll bless them and anyone that curses you I'll be against them he had all these promises and from you out of from your life and from your offspring all the people around you and all the nations to come they will be blessed you are blessed to be a blessing Isn't that good Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 because we are united with Christ we have received an inheritance from God. Amen. Colossians 1.12 Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you. Are you qualified? He's qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints. You know, on our own goodness, on our own uh, you know, righteousness, we're not qualified. We are major, major disqualified. But he has qualified us to be an heir. Bambi and I qualified Zion. He's fully qualified now to be an heir. He's never worked a day in his life. He's never done anything or earned any, but he's already quite a rich man, I would say. And getting richer every year because I'm not in debt 
I'm not in debt. And you know what? Your Father in heaven definitely is not in debt. He's a rich God, and you're the heir. Listen, legally, in the laws and in the courts of the universe, it's legal. It's, it's, it's more legal than this, the, the legal of this world because it's confirmed in blood, in blood covenant with the blood of Jesus. You're a legal heir. And you need to understand or to know who you are in Christ. You're a son. Probably before you started out as an enemy of God. Lahat tayo, doon tayo nagsimula, di ba? Dahil sa kasalanan, sabi sa Biblia, we were God's enemies. And then God conquered us with His love. He conquered you. He overpowered your rebellion with His love. You rebelled and you sinned, but He still loved you and said, I want you back. Come to me for forgiveness. So He conquered you with this. And you, you submitted and agreed, okay, I'll serve you. I'll be your slave. And you, uh, you said, I'll become a slave to righteousness. But God promoted you beyond a slave. Jesus said, I, I don't even have to call you slaves anymore. Slaves don't know kung anong ginagawa ng kanilang master. I'll call you my friends. And with the resurrection of Jesus, with the resurrection of Jesus, He took it one more step farther and gave you the highest promotion. You cannot go any higher. He gave you the co-equal status of Himself as a son. And Hebrew says that Jesus, when he rose from the dead, he became the firstborn of many sons, many sons, many brothers and sisters. Do you understand that you got to know who you are in Christ? And you might say, well, I, you know, I'm just a sinner. I'm just a poor old sinner saved by God's mercy. No, you're not. Not anymore. You got to know who you are. If you think you're just a poor sinner I don't even like those songs. You know, sometimes they say, though I'm weak and poor. No, you're not. Better change the lyrics because you're not weak and you're not poor. You're an heir. <laughs> Let the weak say, I'm strong. Come on. Let the poor say, I'm rich. I'm an heir. I'm a son. You got to know who you are. Every day when you wake up, I'm a son of God. I'm wearing new clothes today. Kinubukasan, sabihin mo ulit, I'm wearing new clothes again today. I'm still a son. And some of you had been in sin this past week, but that doesn't change the fact that you're still a son. And all that he has is mine if I need it. Behold, 1 John 3, 1, Behold, or what manner of love the Father has lavished on us so that we should be called children of God. Now listen, here's what you need to know. What, who you are in Christ and what you have in Christ. Who you are in Christ. Number two, what you have in Christ. Now, the devil wants to confuse you. The devil wants to steal your identity. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants you to doubt that you are worthy. Kaya, yung iba, 
pag uh, nag-iipon ng maraming kasalanan, they will not even come to church. Dahil ang sasabihin nila is, I'm not worthy. O yan ang nasa isip nila, I'm not worthy. And the devil loves to confuse you and make you doubt your identity. That's the identity theft. When Jesus was in the wilderness, pumunta siya sa desert, it was right after his baptism. Doon sa baptism, di ba, do you remember? The Holy Spirit came on him and there was a voice from heaven. said, this is my beloved son and I'm so very well pleased in him. Well, right after that, just a couple of verses, the devil comes and tempts him and wants to confuse Jesus tungkol sa kanyang identity. The father confirmed, you're my son, you're my son, you're an heir, you're my son. And the devil says, if you're the son of God, turn these stones into bread. The devil wants to confuse you about your identity and make you doubt and question that you really are his son. The second trick that the devil does is to try to make you earn your sonship. That's silly. That's crazy. That's, that's ridiculous. Do you think Zion can earn the right to be a, a member of the warden family? Does he have to pay for it, work for it, try hard? Does he have to apply and be, be selected as a top reward for maybe the top five? And No. He doesn't do anything. I, I made him my son. The devil will try to make you doubt your sonship or work for it. Are you following? These are the two predictable tricks of the devil. The one is he will make you question, am I really a child? I'm not. Hindi naman ako Christian eh. Dito ako sa desert. Like Jesus. What if Jesus doubted? Nasa, nasa wilderness siya, nasa desert. Gutom na gutom siya. Sabi niyo, nung devil na, if you're the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Then, siyempre, ang temptation is, maybe I'm not really a son of God. God's not taking care of me. God's not answering my prayers. God's not blessing me. Maybe he doesn't love me. Maybe I'm not really his son. So that's the temptation. Do you feel tempted sometimes? When your prayers are not answered, instead of getting blessed, you get persecuted. <laughs> instead of having the joy of the Lord, you feel confusion and stress and worry and fear. And you doubt, maybe I'm not really a true Christian. And the other trick is you, okay, I have to work more for it. I have to work. Makikita natin tung dalawang tricks ni Satan sa story of the prodigal son. In Luke chapter 15, if you go to the Luke chapter 15, you know the story of the prodigal son. Yung mas bata ay dinaman niya yung mana. Supposed to be the inheritance will be given after the father is dead, Right? But the son, the younger son, said, Give me my share now. So the father agreed. The father loves his children. He's okay. He gave, the Bible says he divided his wealth between the two sons. So the younger son got his share. 
and the older son got double the share. Dahil sa culture nila, the firstborn, yung panganay, always had a double share. Okay, double. So whatever the younger son got, the older son got double that. So if there's a hundred thousand, the younger son would have 33.333%. The older son would have double that. He would have the other 66.666%. If there was four children, the older son would get the half. The others will divide amongst themselves the other half. You understand, the older son got more. He was the blessed one. He had what's called the birthright. Now, here's what happened. The younger son wasted the father's wealth. He wasted his inheritance. Sinayang niya. Nilustay niya sa wild living. And so, finally, alam yung story na nagsisi siya, inisip niya yung mga katulong sa father's uh, house. Uh, they have plenty to eat. So, nagpa-practice niyang kanyang uh, speech. And this was his speech. Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Just let me be one of your hired servants. And the Greek word there means not even full-time but contractual. It's not even a full-time position. He doesn't even have an item. It's just a contractual. Probably arawan, something like that. So as he's rehearsing the speech, yan ang kanyang buo na speech. Let me be a hired worker. Nung dumating siya sa harapan ng kanyang father, and he said, I've sinned against heaven and against you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Immediately, at that point, hindi pinayagan ng tatay niya, tapusin niya yung speech niya. As soon as he said the words, I'm no longer worthy. As soon as na pinakita niya sa kanyang that he's doubting his sonship, the father immediately stops him and interrupts his speech. And he says, hold it right there. Uh-uh. Stop that orphan spirit. Stop that. Quick. Let's prove the opposite. That you are worthy to be called a son. Get the robe. Get the ring. Get the shoes. Let's have a party. You understand, the father interrupted him at the time when he said that I'm not worthy. And the time when you feel that you're not worthy, the father is coming and says, uh-uh, don't you doubt it. And that's number three. Don't you doubt that you are a son and an heir of God. You see, that was the sin that drove him away in the first place. He felt he didn't belong in the family. He felt, he, he felt like he would be loved outside. He felt like he could have fun salabas. Sa totoo lang, mga kapatid, everything na hinahanap niya. Diba? Anong ginawa niya? Nung kinuha niya money niya? Wild living, party. Diba? Drinking. Dancing, video key, friends, barkada. Alam mo, sa totoo lang, lahat na yan ay meron na sa bahay ng tatay niya. Everything he was looking for, everything his heart was longing for, 
was already there in front of him. The father even confirmed it and threw a big party for him. Lechon na baka, friends, dancing. There was clapping, there was dancing, there was drinking. <laughs> there was celebration. Everything he wanted was already there all along. He just did not feel that he belonged. So he doubted that he was a son. He doubted, probably he felt distance sa father niya. Mga kapatid, kapit ka sa father mo so that he can show you how much you are a son, how much you are loved, you're an heir. You don't need to go back to the world. You don't need to backslide and go looking for fun and pleasures because it's all right there in the fellowship with the Father, in the presence of the Father, in the presence of the Lord. There's fullness of joy. At His right hand are pleasures forevermore. And then the older son. Here's the mistake for the older son. And I want to correct this for you, all of you. Don't, number four is don't try to earn what God has freely given you. Don't try to earn. Yan ang mistake ng older son. He received double portion of the inheritance. Pero ito pa ang reklamo niya. Ayaw niyang pumasok sa bahay. Nasa labas, nasa field siya, nagtratrabaho, pabababa na ang son, pababa na ang son, and he's still working hard. He's still trying to please his father. When in fact, all along, the father is already pleased with him. He's still trying to make his father love him when all the while God already loves you. And he refused to celebrate. He refused to party like some Christians. There's some Christians, not in the first service, but some Christians just refuse to have fun. Just refuse to party. Nakasimangot, deadma. I just, I'll attend church. I'll go and hear Mass. I'll go and do my duty. Para sa Panginoon. Para hindi siya magalit. I'll try to please Him. And that was the attitude of the, of the, young, of the older son. In fact, he even blamed his father. Sabi niya, all these years, I slaved for you. Remember, the Bible says you're not a slave. You're a son. Pero ang tingin niya sa sarili niya is a slave. All these years, I worked for you like, a, like an employee. Sabi niya, you never gave me even a small goat. Small goat, the, yung, yung younger son, lechon na baka, the biggest calf. And sa kanya, you never gave me a goat. It's not true. The father gave him double. Double nga, gave him, and the father said to him, son, come on, what's wrong with you, man? I'm with you, you're with me. We're present together all the time. And everything I have is yours. That's why the title of this topic is All This 
is yours. All this is yours. The Father says, everything I have, the ref is yours. The car is yours. The bedroom is yours. The bathroom is yours. Everything I have is yours. Whatever you need, just ask. And it shall be given to you. You have not because you ask not. If your earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more does your heavenly father know how to give the Holy Spirit to those that ask? Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 32 says, God did not withhold. He did not spare giving us even his only son. How much more will he not give us together with Christ? All things. All of these things are yours. So don't try to earn what's already been freely given to you. And lastly, number five here is don't waste your inheritance. Wag mong sayangin ang iyong mana. In the church, some people backslide, rebel, quit attending. And so they waste their inheritance because they're away from the house. And sinasayang nila yung biyaya, yung grace that God has given them. They're wasting it on the pleasures of the world, chasing after all those things which sa totoo lang, makukuha mo naman sa presence ni God. God wants you to enjoy. God's not KJ. He wants the best for you. He's prepared the best for you. He just wants you to Go for it in front of Him, not outside of the house. He wants you to go for it together in His presence. God is not taking away. He's not a taker. He's a giver. So don't waste your inheritance running away from Him, going outside the, the house. You squander. The word squander. Don't do that. And if you're like the other people in the church, there's others who are wasting also their inheritance, squandering also the inheritance by refusing to avail and refusing to enjoy. If you come to church and you attend week after week and you're, you're in an environment of faith, you're in you're Dito kasa family of God. You have the presence of God. They're soaking every once a month. There's praise and prayer every Tuesday. There's cell groups. There's teaching. There's everything. And you just refuse to avail. You don't jump in. You don't get involved. You don't show up. You're like the older brother that's all along. He's right there at the house. He could have had, should have had a party with his friends, but he never did. He never had fun. He never availed. And now when somebody comes and has funds, galitna. So don't waste your inheritance. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Amen? You're a son. 
You're an heir. You got the full rights legally, the full privileges. Tagapagmanaka of everything that God has. If you need it, it's there. When you need it, it's there. No need to worry. When you when you understand kung sino ka and what you have, intimidation and and fear disappears. And you begin to start feeling confident and secure and assured. That's who you are in Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for purchasing our sonship. And thank you that we're not just bought like a used car, but we were born into the family. And we have full rights as a born blood relative in a blood covenant with the king. Thank you for the royalty. Thank you for the heir heritage, the inheritance. We've already tasted some of it, and there's lots more coming. We have the Holy Spirit as the down payment. We have so much to look forward to. Intimidation, fear, shyness disappears. Insecurity and low self-esteem disappears in Jesus' name. And we thank you for all of these benefits. Amen and amen.